All right, the carpro.com talk line, 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. South Carolina has been being pushed towards permitless carry for quite a while. That is the trend right now when it comes to carrying a gun. Although some people, we have a bill that just headed back to the House. Joining me now to discuss this bill is a member of the Senate. He's 2nd District Senator Rex Rice. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Bill. How you doing? I'm doing okay. A lot of people have some interesting ideas about this bill, so let's talk real quick about the good things that the bill does. You told me a few of them. Let's let's get get those out of the way. What does this bill do that got sent back to the House? Well, obviously, it allows somebody to carry either with or without a permit, uh, either open or concealed carry in locations that are legal. You have you know places like schools and courthouses and stuff like that. You can't carry there, but there's a list of those items in there. Uh, you know, one thing that I like about it is if you do have a permit, we've got automatic renewal now that's in this bill. In other words, I don't have to go keep up. Got my passport and my driver's license and all that. I'm constantly checking them to see when they expire. Uh, I don't have to worry about my uh, concealed weapons permit expiring and me not having it anymore. Right. Uh, there's no cost to the individual that wants to get training. Uh, you know, I think that's a very good thing. Uh, and it's going to happen in every county twice a month and more if the demand is there. It well, lowers the age. When, when we're talking can, about training, are we talking about the class you go to to where they tell you where you can't carry a gun and try to teach you mindset and all these other things, or is this actual bring five, a 1,000 rounds with you and we're going to teach you how to shoot a gun? It, it, it's both. It's the okay. it's the standard, and I believe I'm correct. It's an eight-hour course, uh, you know, and it's open to whoever wants to take it. Right. So, I mean, if you want to take it and get a concealed weapons permit, you can do that. If you want to take it just because you're going to carry, uh, that's a good idea because it's good to know where you can and can't carry and, you know, what the laws are. Uh, you need to know how to handle your weapon also. So will this actually, getting into the things that some people have some concerns about, will this actually, will there actually be harsher criminal penalties for people who carry without a permit if they commit a crime versus people who do? Uh, you're saying the person that's got a permit. There there are some crimes that, and, and I'm going to say this, that both of them have broken the law. Right. And so if you're carrying without a permit, uh, the judge could give you up to uh, a sentence that would actually double the sentence. Right. Uh, but, but he doesn't have to do that. Right. Uh, you know, and, and I think it's, you know, it's almost maybe a little backwards. Maybe the person that uh, should know maybe ought to get a harsher, harsher penalty. But, you know, either way, you've broken the law. If you know well, what I the mean, law says. In most of these cases, would you lose your permit due to calls for breaking this law that would be the one where you would in this setup? I mean, there's certain laws you can break right now without you guys changing anything to where my permit is forfeit, right? That's correct. You can You can lose your permit for a number of reasons now. The, the one thing that we were very careful on is uh, you've got these businesses that decide they don't want you in there that put up a no concealable weapons allowed placard on the window. Right. You, you would not lose your permit and you would not lose your right to carry a gun, even if you don't have a permit. If you fail to, uh, you know, obviously you, you need to try to watch those signs. But yeah. if, if you walk in a business and somebody's standing in front of one when you walk in there, and you accidentally are in there and get caught with it, you're not going to lose your permit or your right to carry, right. you know, in that case. Now, you go out here and you start pulling your gun out, going down the road and pointing it at somebody, uh, that's a different case. 
Uh, so you ought to lose your right to carry a gun in either one of those cases. Well, I mean, but that's always been the case, right? That's not something new. That's not something you guys did in the Senate with this. That's always been that's always been a thing where there is a penalty for doing stupid stuff with a gun. That that is correct. Yeah. And in order to get, we we needed twenty six good solid votes, and you know we've got thirty Republicans, but we don't have thirty. Republicans that would vote for this bill, you know, if we didn't have those enhanced penalties in there. So to get the the bill across the finish line, that that you know, sometimes you have to do things. You may say, "Why did we do that?" That's the reason we did it because we want to get this across the finish line. Right. That's the other thing. This took how many times have you guys taken a stab at this that where it's died in the Senate? Well, it's been on the Senate calendar off and on for years. It's it's been uh, in committee. Uh, you know, I can't tell you how many years. I think if I heard right the other day, I think it was 14 years it's actually been a bill sitting there trying to get something done. The House has passed it several times and sent it to us. And, uh, you know, this time uh, we did have debate in there, but we had to recall, you know, the bill to the, the Senate floor. Right. Uh, we, we actually had two bills. We had Senate Bill 109, which has not been to the House, but we used the 3494, or excuse me, 3594, because it had already been vetted in the House, and we didn't want to have to start over when it got over there. So we said, you know, we I'm actually a co-sponsor on the 109, but that's not important to me. The important thing is let's get this across the finish line. You know, I, I talked to Alan Gottlieb, who's the executive vice president of Second Amendment Foundation. He said it's not a perfect constitutional carry bill, but it is a significant permitless carry bill. It's pretty, it's very strong. I think yeah. that's a very true statement. 18 year olds will now be able to carry a gun. We will become uh, the 28th state. The only, the only question I have, Rex, and I know this has not been the case with you. I know you would have pushed this anytime. I, I just, I don't understand why we're not the sixth state or the 10th state or something like that. Why we have to be the last state to do it to, uh, out of all of this. But I mean, one of the things that this does is it makes federal gun control. Does that make federal gun control harder for them to push when you become a permitless carry society or permitless carry state? Uh, I don't know that. I think federal gun control, we can be uh, more relaxed here in South Carolina. I don't think it affects federal gun control. Uh, but you did you asked the question on why are we so late to the game on this? Yeah. And I mentioned it a minute ago. You know, we had six or eight senators that we had to get on board with us. Or replace. And, uh, <laughs> uh, some of each, some of yeah, each. You had to, well, I mean, the, your, your predecessor, that guy, he was, uh, he was, he was absolutely against it. And you, you had to come along to, to change that dynamic. So I fully appreciate that. This also means, like I said, 18 years old. Um, this is, uh, this is, this is being referred to as the carrot and stick approach that Shane Massey, Shane Massey's the one that included the eight hour mandatory training thing in this for free. Well, no, there's, it's not mandatory training now. It, well, it's, it, it's, it was mandatory training, but it's now offered for free. That's they correct. put it out there. They yeah. put it out there. Right. It is mandatory if you want to get a concealed weapons permit. Indeed. But but if you want to carry without a permit, it's not mandatory, but it's available. Now, the, the, the other thing is uh, now for me as a concealed permit holder, nothing changes for me at all, right? Nothing at all. Uh, well, the... <laughs> I mentioned it a minute ago. Except, except I don't have to pay to renew it. Yeah, I don't have to you, pay to renew it. You don't have to pay, and it's automatically renewed. So you don't have to sit there and check your permit to see, uh, you know, when's it going to run out and make sure I renew it. You don't have to fill out anything and send it in. It's going to be automatically done. 
for free. And if you want to, you can put it on your driver's license also. Now, some people say, I don't want to do that because that database is on the driver's license. It may, somebody may get a hold of it. And that's probably, isn't it already on the database or is is it tied into the car registration or something? I don't, I don't think, and, and you can correct me on that. I don't don't either. I don't know. I don't know. I know some states have it and some states don't have it that way. Well, I know I got stopped in Virginia several years back and I started to hand my concealed weapons permit to the uh, officer that stopped me. He said, you don't need to do that. He says, I already know you got one. So he, when he ran my tag, he yeah. knew I had it. Yeah. He was very nice to me, by the way. Yeah. So, so I, 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 I'm waiting to see this happen. I'm waiting to see what comes. So now all the, all the House has to do is concur with your version of it. I know uh, the governor has urged them to pass that and get it on his desk, and he'll sign it, and then – we can move on to bigger and better things. Although, well, you guys, now, if, if we get out here and we start seeing some issues with some of the things as they're set up, would that be something that we could bring some people in and, and uh, maybe get you guys to take second looks at some things to make them better? Without a doubt. We do that constantly. You know, yeah. we talk about what people say, that's permanent legislation. There's nothing permanent. The closest thing to permanent legislation is in the Constitution. You know, other than that, we're constantly tweaking laws that we passed last year and didn't take something into consideration. So, yes, we can always go back and revisit this. I mean, hopefully we don't revisit the standpoint of taking your rights away, but we could we could adjust it. Well, the, the one thing about this is when a state goes this way, that's when a state is looking at the right and regarding it genuinely as a right and not a privilege. And so for, for that, the, the whole significant permitless carry bill part of it, I like the fact that it's not the perfect constitutional carry bill. You guys are open to suggestion. I like that too. Yeah. So, and uh, I'm being asked about reciprocity. We have reciprocity with about 35 states and how they regard ours is up to them. So that's a, that's a conversation for another day. Listen, I know you're busy. And I know that uh, you had to take a little time out from this. So thank you very much for joining me this morning. My regards to the family. Thank you. And I appreciate it very much. You keep fighting the fight out oh, there yeah. for us. Yes, sir. Absolutely. All right. Thanks. Not perfect, but definitely forward motion. And we have to keep on pressing. China is in big trouble. And some of the things with Taiwan may have to do with this because the clock is ticking. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD.